In December of 2021, the bodies of two women were found in the woods near a motel in Alexandria. Nearby, investigators made a puzzling discovery, a shopping cart. Shortly after the finding, the murders were linked with another two bodies found earlier in the year, for which there was video evidence showing the perpetrator using a shopping cart to transport the remains of his victims. These findings led authorities to begin a wide search of missing persons that could have also fallen victim to this shopping cart killer. Just how much damage was this killer able to inflict before being captured? Welcome to 2022, Sarah. Thank you. It's definitely weird because I, like, have not worked since, like, well before, you know, early 2022. Like, I took off, I think, the week of New Year's as well. So I'm like, wow. I don't think I've worked since, like, around Christmas. Okay, so you don't know how to open a laptop? I'm shocked you were connected to (laughs) Wi-Fi. I know, right? Like, is this right? How do I save to a PDF? Oh, girl, you are asking the wrong person. <laughs> but yet you are missed, but I th- um, people were loving Jorge last week. I mean, they were yeah, I know. I can't even blame them. We have so much like Jorge thirst in the Facebook group, not in the true crime group, in the DMs. It is. Oh. Yeah, it is in the DMs. And it's so funny because I, I don't know if you listen. At the end, I was like, do you want to give out your Instagram? And Jorge was like, no. And I was like, they'll find you. <laughs> they will. Day. They some found day. his like acting like, I don't know, profile <laughs> or bio or something. I'm like, we cover Don't Fuck With Cats. We have our body movings. They know yeah. how to get their bodies moving. All it's right. Yeah. In Jorge's direction, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an engaged man. Sorry to everybody, but uh, yes. Maybe they'll invite you to the wedding. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I can't hate. I definitely don't have as smooth of a voice as, as Jorge. So I, I, I just am, it. I'm just waiting for an ear, nose, and throat doctor to slide into my DMs to be like, Get something checked out. Right? To be like, this is why you sound so nasally. Oh, it's the way I'm born, probably. But uh, no, it's as Lady Gaga would say, we're born this way. Yes. Yes. But today, I mean, we're going to cover a case that a lot of you guys have been DMing us about at Not Another True Crime. If you want to send us DMs about like cases to cover, um, we really do heed your suggestions because I just never have ideas. No. And it's so hard because it's, it's one of those things like you open up the. There's so much to come. It's so hard to pick, you know what I mean, of something exactly. to investigate deep dive. And I also love to, and you're in agreement with this, we enjoy covering cases and talking about ones that y'all are interested in too. So definitely share those with us because we're, we're doing it for you. We're doing this. We're, we're, we're do, we're, we want to have this as a full conversation of things you guys are interested in. Truly. Yeah. There is no shortage of like crimes that we could cover, but it's always just a matter of like, all right, what should we do this week? Also, yeah, we are very week to week. We're not very we're, planned oh, we out are, over here on this podcast. I think they can get the vibe from our existence Facts. that we don't, I can't plan out, my my fridge is just molding away. I can't plan out a meal. I can't plan out a podcast now, but we're doing it. <laughs> that is facts. That is facts. But yeah, we're going to talk about the shopping cart killer. Um there's not a ton of information because this is still unfolding, and it seemed like he was caught relatively quickly. Yeah. Uh, of course, like, multiple women were killed, which is extremely horrible, but at least he was not, like, terrorizing the area for, like, 30 years. Although, he may have a past that investigators are trying to discover right now. And connect to, Yeah. But basically what's happened is in 2021, authorities in Virginia discovered that a serial killer was meeting victims on dating apps or dating sites, killing them, 
and then using a shopping cart to transport their remains. This is always like the biggest fear of dating. Like it's like I know. like the nightmare comes through. It's like one of those things when like I feel like people who listen to podcasts like this, we have no chill or relaxation when like a friend's going on a date. I'm like, give me your drop a pin. I know. I will say, and this is like definitely not victim blaming at all, but I don't I don't think that a lot of people listening to this podcast have a lot to fear unless your dates are happening in motels as these were because then that's like a, a super scary like situation because you're meeting someone in a private location that you don't that's know. true always go to a public always just go to get get to a wine bar Earl I like to say because I like to become friends with bartenders I always get to yes. the wine bar early and be like hey I'm going on a date just you know like chat like and I always just trust bartenders blindly you know, yeah, like here's our code word if you think yes. the vibes are off. Yes, 100%. And maybe you'll fall in love with the bartender and then it could all work out. Oh, Who yeah, knows? that would be a good meet cute. Who knows? Like he rescues you from a bad date. Oh, my God. Right? Gives all you right, a Jersey pour. I mean, we have 10 months to write that Hallmark movie. We got that for Christmas. We could do it. I think we yeah. can. But the, the suspected killer has been identified as Anthony Robinson, age 35, of Washington, D.C., Investigators believe he uses plenty of fish and the dating app Tagged to lure his victims. I will say I've never heard of Tagged. I've never either. I know plenty of fish and what's hard because I feel like plenty of fish is an app that does skew older too. Yes. Uh, I mean, I definitely used it um, in Atlanta when I was like 23, but there weren't that many dating apps. That's that's also true. It was more of like, it was like there. Oh, I made like an eHarmony account once. I'm like, what is going on? I don't, yeah, I've never heard of Tag though. Yikes. I'm going to say I Googled it. It does not. It looks like very janky. Like their website advertises it as the social network for meeting new people. And isn't that just it doesn't even have like pictures. It just has an empty box where you put in like your information and then you click sign up. Like this shit looks like it was designed in like 2010. Oh, yeah. Like this is not it. That is very okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This looks very confusing. I don't. I, and also, I I don't have the. I cannot go on one more dating app. Right. <laughs> but I don't have the phone storage. That, I don't this have. This is the phone not storage. the one. I don't think it's. It doesn't no. even have a hook. The hook is just like, meet people. <laughs> That's what's so confusing. It's sort of like, end of the hour Shark Tank. Yeah. Where you're like, all right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So that's what he was using, and he would arrange meetings, like we said, in motels, where he would then kill his victims and dispose of their remains in shopping carts. I just, I mean, I have a lot of questions, but I just, like, number one being, like, the what is, what is with the shopping carts? Sometimes I feel like people almost want to become notorious. I know what I know. I know. I know what you mean by that. Yeah, or leave, leaving like a like a commonality type thing or a, a, an identifier. Yeah, like a calling card. I'm like, was this just done so that this guy could sort of get notoriety? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't understand the utility of the shopping carts and where, like, where are they being found? I just, I feel like I see a lot of shopping cops randomly around. I never think twice about them, but maybe now I should. But I mean, I guess that's true. I yeah, it's like you just have to be. I, it's like you have to be somewhere that's near a store that's going to oh, have that, a shopping yes. cart. Yes, 100%. Yeah, like you can't just like go to a cabin in the woods, although there was a wooded area involved, but we'll there get was, to that. Yes. We'll get to that. But um, so as far as the timeline of this case goes, it kind of started November 2021. So on November 23rd, authorities found the bodies of two women ages 54 and 39 
in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And the Harrisonburg and Charlottesville police departments were each conducting separate missing person searches for these women when their bodies were discovered. And they were found a short distance from each other, but they were killed at separate times. And their remains were found in an open lot. The victims were identified as Beth Redmond and Sunita Smith. So then in mid-December, investigators found the remains of two more victims next to a Target shopping cart. So one of the victims was identified as Cheyenne Brown, and she was 29 years old, and she had gone missing in Southeast D.C. in September. Now, remember, like, they found her two months later in December. She was last seen September 30th when she took the Washington Metro to the Huntington stop in Alexandria. She had a seven-year-old son and was pregnant with her second child. And cell phone and video records placed her and this guy that we talked about, Anthony Robinson, um, placed them at the same metro stop on the same day. Hmm. And then also cell phone records placed them both near a place called the Moon Inn Motel in Alexandria. So we know motels are his MO. And also Robinson stayed at that motel on at least five other occasions. So he had been there before. That's interesting. Um, the other victim has been identified as a 48-year-old by the name of Stephanie Harrison. And in a press conference, Chief of Police Kevin Davis said the killer did, quote, unspeakable things to the victim's bodies, but that's all the information we have right now. I know initially they were having trouble identifying the second victim because they, I read they were in like a plastic container um, and like there were just, there was like some really bad decomposition. So it was taking a while to identify who it was and so davis also said that their theory was essentially that after killing them robinson put their bodies in allegedly in the shopping cart and transported them to the woods in the cart um because i believe they were found in a sort of wooded area like off of a road near a shopping center which makes sense yeah and that's also i think too if you're like in a like if you're covered up in like a container like you put them in with stuff on people would just assume someone's taking a shopping cart to their car or something like that you know yeah and one of the victims was found inside some kind of plastic container which i also have a lot of questions about what tupperware is big enough to hold a person well i feel like probably like a container store like jumbo situation yeah maybe and then yeah but oh god that's also such a alarming thing too of like almost like uh putting a the, the victim in like a casket you know what i mean in a weird way for like yeah 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 i mean the other victim only had a blanket covering her which i think might have been why they were at first like struggling to identify who she was um but the bodies were eventually identified through dna and then on January 8th, a fifth victim was potentially linked to the killer. So this was related to a woman who was found in a shopping cart in Fairfax County whose body was only covered with a blanket. And she was found near Union Station back in September. But only now are investigators linking the case to Robinson because of digital evidence, which places him in the area around the time that this woman disappeared. And she has been identified as 40-year-old Sonia Champ. Um, But the difference with this is that she wasn't on dating apps, apparently. And when she disappeared, she was just hiking on some trails in the area. So that is a little bit different from how um, the other victims. 
I know, so TBD on that complete linking, but, you know. So, yeah, so like Sarah was mentioning, this case, it because it, it kind of, like, picked up in November, but they were able to find the guy and capture him, and that's sort of how it started to get in uh, the public of, like, covering and tying a lot of this together. So the person that they have identified as the shopping cart killer was Anthony Robinson, uh, who is 35 years old. And Robinson is currently being held at the Rockingham Harrisonburg Regional Jail in Harrisonburg, Virginia, for two counts of felony murder and two counts of concealing, transporting, or uh, altering a dead body because, like, they said they uh, the M.O. of him putting them in a shopping cart, covering them up, moving them, and everything like that. He has been charged with the murders of Elizabeth Redman and Tanita Larise Smith in November, and video evidence and phone records were used to connect him to the two Harrisonburg women. Uh, videos, like Sarah was mentioning, show him using the shopping carts to drop off the victims in the lot. And uh, Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis said that he, quote unquote, preys on the weak, he preys on the vulnerable, and he does unspeakable things with the victims. Yeah, I feel like there's just a lot that we don't know yet because yeah. it's not been released to the public, which is totally, like, fair. F- fair the police don't want to just exclusively give it to us, yeah. Uh, well, what I've also, it's interesting, and I because I was just doing some more research on the tagged app, it's apparently you don't have to match with people to start talking to them, too. Interesting. So it's like uh, you don't really have to, like, vet them more so, you know what I mean? I guess it's like an app where you more so just kind of, like, probably see, like, geographically who is close to you or something like that, you know? Yeah. I feel like with Plenty of Fish, you don't really need to match either, at least, like, when I was on it you just years ago. You could just, like, message whoever, which made it kind of, like, a cesspool. But yeah. also, like, you could – you didn't have to wait to match with someone and message them, which is always good. You could just kind of shoot your shot. Give it all, yes. <laughs> yeah. Davis, the uh, police chief, suspects that Robinson has more victims and also – that kind of is inspired. now authorities are working to try to identify them, find them, everything like that. It has been noted that Robinson has a quote unquote remarkable absence of criminal history and has jobs ranging from New York City to Virginia, which means that they are kind of assuming or allegedly that the the reach of his crimes could be from New York to Virginia, everywhere in between. I guess that is kind of interesting because like you don't. If he has no criminal record, I mean, maybe he just has never been caught committing a crime, which would be, you know, quite lucky of him. But it's also kind of wild to go from zero to 100, honestly. That's because usually there would be at least, I feel like, in serial killers we've covered in the past, like, some... uh, There's, like, some petty theft and, like, arson. Arson, knocking over garbage, you know what I mean? Something like that. But really to have, like... It, it squeaky clean to this is very, very, very curious. And so, so I, yeah. I, know I am interested to see what has been going on in the past, if they find anything. And also they're starting to do this by cross-referencing his online dating matches with missing people reports. And they've met with like 35 other police departments kind of to have like a widespread full sweep on this. Uh, Chief Warner says that Robinson hasn't given the police a, cooperative statement since his arrest and the police are requesting help from the FBI behavioral analysis unit to learn criminal minds what up very CM very criminal minds and um, they are also working with authorities in New York and Harrisonburg 
Uh, so kind of just all over. So this is kind of one of those stories that like we're learning more about it day by day, week by week. So we'll keep definitely keep an eye out to give more updates and cover because it is very, I know it is very interesting that like nothing has been covered on him before. So very curious to see what that means, you know? Yeah, I feel like the coverage I was finding was very like piecemeal, like a discovery here, another one there, but I couldn't really find anything. All the info kind of, coherently laid out in one place i was yeah. just like you know finding one cbs news article like one like like local dc article new york times like people were kind of covering it as it was unfolding um that it, yeah it's very it's kind of like they got it up and i mean i i, I understand why totally we know the beast of the media where it's like they put in the headline and then it just says more stuff to come and we're like okay when is that i know but <laughs> i just i need an article that like you know goes into the most recent victim and then like after they're done giving you that information then they go back and like rehash all the other stuff yeah they should yeah what oh when it's like the update uh page break yeah 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 but i mean hopefully this will like help some other families also get resolution like because if they're you know cross-referencing missing persons cases maybe they'll resolve some other ones i hope so yeah This other case you want to talk about that's sort of in the breaking news aspect. I have not heard about this at all. And um, so I'm curious. I want to learn with I want to learn with everybody else about this. Yeah, I'm actually really uh, I don't know. Not like I'm excited to talk about it just because my sister lives in Boulder. She is like extremely environmentally conscious. And I, I don't think you need to be to be like scared of wildfires, but. She's very, like, aware of these wildfires, and the air quality has been pretty bad the past few big ones. This one included, it was very close to her. That's what, because one of my brother's friends is in Boulder, and is like, they were like, I can't tell if I have COVID, so I have shortness of breath, or is it the air quality, or is it fucking yeah. both? Because the fi- I've been hearing about the fires, but not the um, potential cause of that is what we're, we're maybe getting into. Yeah, so the cause of so I mean... There was this huge wildfire in Boulder that began on December 30th. And, like, I just remember talking to my sister about it on the phone before New Year's. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, she was just like, this is really close to me. I don't know if I should evacuate, like, you know, stuff like that. It was really scary. And so that wildfire ended up burning over 6,000 acres in Superior, Louisville, and Boulder County and destroyed more than 1,000 homes. And one man was killed and a woman is still missing. So it, it was like really big and scary. Uh, yeah. But the reason that everybody is messaging us about it is because 12 Tribes, which is the cult that runs the Yellow Deli, is now being investigated sort of like in connection with this fire. Which is blowing my mind because, you know, we covered them and I am like very, their reach is kind of next level. Yeah. I mean, I was, it's funny because I was hearing about this like on my trip and I was trying to explain to my friends what the Yellow Deli is. And I'm like, they have this cult. They try to recruit male virgins. They have really good sandwiches, apparently. But like, <laughs> I also am loving the idea of you in Costa Rica, like everyone having like a Mai Tai or something. And you're like, so there is this deli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, Sarah. No, like, have you had one too many or not enough many's? <laughs> Probably not enough. They're like, all right, yeah. get this girl margarita and shut her up. 
Oh my God, I'm doing dry January, so I need you to have one in my honor. Oh my God, yes. Well, okay, so here's like kind of why this is being um, investigated. Six years, six years, six days before that fire, which is called the Marshall Fire, by the way, um, a concerned citizen basically was passing by and passing by the compound and called authorities because they saw this literal trash fire at um at a, at the 12 tribes compound and this mountain view uh fire rescue crew visited the compound but they didn't end up extinguishing the fire since it wasn't legal to set but what they saw was a man burning trash in a dirt field and mm. according to the report the fire could be seen from the road which like makes sense how a passerby would you know see it and call it in um the area was not under a burn ban. I guess they have those there, which makes sense. Because it is, yeah. Um, and the the man who was, like, burning the fire had some control measures in place. Like, the report mentions a water source, for example. Um, so I think they were like, all right, we'll just, you know, let you get to it. Do your thing. Yeah. But now the compound is under investigation, and... The woman who reported that fire, this background Christmas, said the flames were tall and I didn't see any human beings around. Hmm. And it was also apparently dry and windy that day. Interesting. And also you're saying that, because I saw you said that they were burning railroad tires or ties. Also, I'm confused. So there's just places and I guess there's, you could just set things on fire? I think you can. Well, there are places where you can't. Like <laughs> That's that's true. Cause yeah, I like, don't why, know. Yeah, okay. That is very interesting. I feel like I got making a murder vibes like they had um, those burn barrels. But no, I think yeah. the guy was just setting like an open fire, which just seems like not the thing to do where in a place where you have wildfires. Wild, yes. And like literally just like trees that catch on fire very easily everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't support it either. Yeah. So basically, uh, the Boulder County Sheriff's Office served a search warrant of the compound. Mm. And a neighbor who lived near the compound told the Denver Post that the members would regularly burn things on the property, and in the past, the fires had gotten out of control. And the sheriff's office had been called to the compound seven times since 2014 for issues not related to fires or burning. All right, so this compound has a lot going on. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. They have a lot going on. So between 2018 and December 29th, 2021, the sheriff's office received 30 calls for things like trespassing, welfare checks, child issues. We had talked about that in our episode about how they mm-hmm. they faced um, child abuse allegations. Also, go listen to our Yellow Deli episode if you haven't because it'll give you background on just like why these people are kind of scary. <laughs> and also show why people would like be like, be like oh, I, they could be doing what are they being accused of doing now or being thought about doing now. Yeah, totally. They also received 12 calls about controlled burns but that's not actually a complaint. This is basically a call that the like a property owner will kind of make preemptively to alert authorities that they are hmm. planning to burn something. This, I mean, I, I will just never understand this as being a law. Like, hey, I'm going to set fire to the rain. Please don't don't come over. I'm right? like, I hope I hope if I don't ever be alarmed. Even... Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, most of those calls were made in spring 2020. And I guess what's kind of interesting is that the day of the Marshall Fire, which was like this big fire that destroyed a thousand homes, the National Weather Service had issued a high wind warning. And when that happens, burning is prohibited in Boulder County. So essentially, Mm -hmm. there's a whole thing about like they hadn't issued a red alert or something, 
but they didn't really need to because even if there's a wind warning, then nobody's supposed to burn anything. So I don't really think that anybody should have been starting a fire that day in the first place. And nobody who nobody who would be doing it for the purpose of like removal or cleaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. They're investigating it now. That's that's what's happening. I mean, it doesn't seem like they were I don't know. It doesn't seem like they were doing anything culty with the fire, but it's you know, like I don't think burning trash is inherently like a twelve tribes cult ritual. That never really came up. No, yeah. Okay, this is But I'm it's just an interesting curious. connection that this cult happened to maybe have started this fire. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. I mean, that's just what we need to start off 2022. <laughs> also, I'm cult. like, if you need another weird Colorado episode, Colorado is such a bizarre place. Let me just say. It's beautiful, but bizarre. It's Ava Max Sweet But Psycho. Literally. Oh, my God. Le- yeah, you have weed, so you think everybody would be chill, but there's, like, some of the craziest people ever, and there's, like, all these weird cults. Like, I feel like there are so many just... Every, like, random murder case that's huge, like, has a Colorado connection, mm-hmm. I feel like. They um, all ha- they all lay over in that effing airport. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And the airport. So, yeah, if you need more, like, Colorado weirdness, like, go listen to the episode about the Denver airport because it's oh, weird. Bananas. Yeah. Sometimes people, I'll just, if I know someone is flying into Denver, I'll be like, just send me a picture of the Nazi mural. <laughs> If you find it. And they're always like, what? And I'm like, no, it allegedly exists in some random terminal. Again, they're like, Sarah, what? <laughs> I'm going to get to the airport like six hours early next time I go. You to should. Denver. Oh, my God. You you honestly should. And just like just like camp out there and investigate yeah. everything, like even in the tunnels and the shelter, like stuff. Down yeah. There. Find the tunnels, make friends with Lucifer. <laughs> and like, I'll be a lizard person when I'm done. You're you're booked and busy. You booked and busy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why are you at the airport at noon? Your flight's at 8 p.m. I have things to do. (laughs) You're like, the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. 100%. Well, I mean, I am very excited that now you are back because I guess now we're back into our uh, our 2022 competition of the games. Oh, true. True. I was going to say, apologies for not being Jorge, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We can't all be me, Sarah. Ooh. No worries. <laughs> there he is. Has you, Jorge, was your Instagram found? Because I know some people have found photos of you, but was that? I don't think anyone's actually found me on Instagram. I haven't Ooh. gotten any DM requests. But, I mean, um, you're in- I found you on Instagram. I have to look. <laughs> I found you, but then I forget. Your handle's not, I, we don't have to get it, but it's like very tricky to like re-find you once. Because like, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's. He likes it that like way. That I was going to say, I think that's exactly. intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we are taking a little game borrowed from The Price is Right. Ooh, America's favorite game show. This is called The Grocery Game. So this is how it's going to work. Do you know which game this is? The Grocery yes. Game? Yes. No, I'm thinking of Supermarket Sweep when you just go in and you grab like all the toilet yeah. paper. <laughs> We're going to do Supermarket Sweep for a podcast. Let's do that virtually <laughs> somehow. Everybody Honestly. go to your local key food or whatever. Yes. So this is how it's going to work. We're going to do this one at a time. I have picked certain items from our favorite grocery store, Trader Joe's, of course. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wait, no. I never shop there. 
Okay. You never shop there, Sarah? You never shop at You're Trader Joe's? Out. I live You're in Queens. Out. We're getting one. Or maybe okay. it just came here, but like, yeah, no. I sh- yes, okay. Well, these are some very famous grocery items from Trader Joe's. I'm going to give you each a list of five of these items, all right? Okay. Your goal is going to be to make it with these items anywhere from 20 to $22. So, for example, I give you five items. You're going to pick one of them and tell me how many of that item you're getting. Then I'm going to tell you the price. And then I'm going to give you the chance to pick another item and so on and so forth until you reach that sweet number, which is between $20 and $22. If you go over at any point, you lose. Oh, okay. Oh, this is right. tricky. It's tricky. I have my calculator ready. Oh, Who would shit. like to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, Danny. Here are your items. Wait, also now what? <laughs> Do we... Pick one of each items, or you're going to give me an item, and I have to say how many of those I can buy. So each item is its own category, right? So I'm going to give you the five items, right? And then you're going to pick any one of them and tell me how many of those you want to buy. Your goal is to get to 20 in any combination of these items. But we'll do it as we go. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so your five items are an avocado, a bag of baby arugula, Seven ounces, so kind of like the standard size bag. Okay. Bananas, Vermont maple syrup grade A, the fancy stuff, and extra virgin olive oil, one liter. So the full bottle. Okay, that should make sense. So to start, you're going to pick one of these items and tell me how many of those you want to get. I'm going to buy two bags of baby arugula. Okay, baby arugula is $2.49, so that brings your total to $4.98. Okay. So you still want to make it to $20, so now you can pick any one of the four remaining items to add to your list. I'm going to do um, seven bananas. Seven bananas. Wow. <laughs> so bananas are 19 cents. Uh, I was Ooh. like, 19, I was like you got 19 cents. <laughs> so seven bananas brings you to $1.33. Oh, shit. Plus your arugula, <laughs> you are at $6.31. Okay. Um, I'm going to do uh, two of the olive oils. Two olive oils. All right. Olive oil is $6.99. Yes. Times two. That brings your price to $13.98. Plus your previous $6.31. You are at $20.29, Danny. Well done. This is, you literally picked, besides the maple syrup, this is my weekly shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get, I don't get, I I don't, I do get, don't get a liter of olive oil a week, but. (laughs) Well done, Danny. On the board. All right, Sarah, it is your turn, and here are your five items. Are you ready? Number one is organic wild collected raw honey. Okay. 16 ounces, so that's like the standard jar. Okay. You also have some frozen iTuna steaks, Mm. one pound of these. Mm. You have some almond butter, which is crunchy and salty, a jar. I don't trust that. You have... 
Angus filet mignon, one pound of this. And your final item is one can of black beans. Well, I feel like I could just do 20 of those. Yeah, let's that, do it. 20 of the cans. Of, I feel like they're like a, ah, maybe they're like a $1.89. That's a little risky. I don't want to do 20. Um, I'll start with 10 cans of the black beans. The cans of black beans are 99 cents, Sarah. So I you would have been right, right on oh, the money. Damn it. <laughs> but 10 of them. <laughs> No. Why you the Trader Joe is being so cheap? <laughs> Girl, that's why I always go there. Ugh, what am I it's doing? It's so cheap. Damn, I'm pissed. Okay. <laughs> and now you got Ahi and Anga. I've never heard of these other things. Yeah, I think I think the wait, what was it like? It was the Ahi tuna, honey, the filet mignon, and then what else? Almond butter, crunchy, salty. Oh, almond butter, jar. I feel like, is like $11 a jar. I, I was going to so, say. So if I do, it's a $20 or $22? You want to be between 20 and 22 It's like, if I do one of those, I could be right on the money. All right, I'll do one jar of almond butter. Weird meal, but let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes in almond butter. <laughs> <laughs> one jar of crunchy, salty almond butter is $6.49. Is it? Wow. That's it. So that okay. brings your total to $16.39. So getting close, Sarah. Getting close. Okay. Wow. I mean, let's just do one of the honey jars. One jar of honey is $4.99. Nailed it. Oh. Which brings you to $21.69. You there we have go. done it. Woo-hoo. Well done. Nice. Well, you have both gotten on the board so now it's time for the final test Uh my favorite snack of all time from trader joe's is obviously the salted peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets don't oh they're so good oh i like am trying not to buy those this year because i eat them in once i i mukbang those like oh my god i mean i literally ate like a reese's cup right before this so good oh (laughs) my god I'm like salivating at the thought. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. You are both going to write down the price for Shit. a bag of these. And whoever has the closest without going over is going to be the winner of today's game. Okay. This is hard because I get them all the time, but I always close my eyes when I get them because I want to just <laughs> I want to justify getting them. We're talking about the big bags, right? Yeah, the big bag. Okay. One time I accidentally got the unsalted versions and it was the worst experience of my life. They're actually so much worse. They're, I can't I, <laughs> the, Yeah, but I mean, I ate them anyways. Oh, so, oh. I <laughs> ate them and was just pissed about it. Um, <laughs> so remember, you're trying to get closest without going over. Okay, wait, how big is the bag? 16 ounces. Like I know I what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm envisioning the bag correctly. It's it's the size you get. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. To reveal? Yes. All right. Danny, what did you write? I said $3.99. Sarah? $2.49. Sarah is oh, exactly correct. Wow! <laughs> well done, Dang. Sarah. Oh, man. I need to shop at Trader Joe's now. They're so cheap. I'm like a pro. <laughs> They're so cheap and so addicting. Oh, that's They're so, so bad for you. Oh my god. And you just end up like like the entire time. Oh my god. Delicious. 
Well, Sarah, congratulations. You are first on the board right. of the Ooh. 2022 championship. Yay. Boom, boom. Well done. Thank now you. you're ready to tear up that Queen's Trader Joe's. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting a million bags of those pretzel nuggets. Uh, do but don't. Do but don't. <laughs> do but don't. I know. I got there. I did go to the Trader Joe's across the street from our office and I got there like peanut butter cups. They were so good. Oh, oh the sunflower yeah. ones? So much better than Reese's. Yeah, I have to say because it's like real so peanut good. butter in there. Oh my God. And they get the everything but the bagel dip. Oh, Ooh. the dip. They also have the seasoning that you can add yeah, on. I love the seasoning. I have that in my anything. And they have everything but the corn elote dip. So it's just cheese. I haven't tried that one. That sounds <laughs> it's amazing. Just cheese. So good. It's so good. It's cheese with like seed, like um yes, spices. I have no, I have no clue. I've ingested it all. Oh my god. They also have amazing. a yuzu hot sauce that Ooh. is like vinegar based. It is so freaking good. Highly recommend. Interesting. Ugh. Ooh, well, now I'm hungry, so I'm, I'm off to go. Starving. That was a very fun game. Thank you, Jorge. That was fun. No problem. Off. Mathematically, love it. <laughs> yeah, but um, and also, you know, if you guys are as obsessed with peanut butter pretzels as we are, let us know and not another true crime group, of course. And if you're just still obsessed with Jorge, you can yeah. comment that in there too. <laughs> I know someone was like, I DM'd asking about Jorge, and they didn't respond. And I think I read it and was just like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what to say? And like, just forgot to answer. So sorry about so, that. Reshoot, reshoot the shot to me and Sarah. I guess <laughs> we'll intercept it. <laughs> well, but yeah, uh, yeah. But you DM that on not another true crime. That Instagram. Jorge's blushing so much right now. I know. Or just DM me, Sarah Lamim. I'll help you out. And uh, you can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. I'll help you. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll make something work. We'll, we'll find you a Jorge. Maybe not our yes. Jorge. <gasps> yes. Okay. Oh, um, if. <laughs> happily would chat about people needing like dating like dating tip questions or anything like that just on Why dms not? i'm i'm not drinking for the month so i need something to, to do time. oh my gosh i can't believe that well so proud marina so- if you're listening you have nothing to worry about <laughs> the wedding is still on <laughs> she's oh, no. like fuck sarah and danny <laughs> right Being like yeah dm as well <laughs> we'll help you get over it <laughs> Oh, oh God. All right. We have to end this before uh, Jorge has to before we get uh, in cancel, cancel Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. You know the deal. Hopefully with some wine this time. Oh, please. <laughs> Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.